Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 187 of Final Boss TV. It's been a little while since I did one of these, because I've been a little busy, if you haven't known. I've been hiding under a rock on the internet, potentially. So you should probably go over and check out what I have been working on recently. There are 10 installments of the Crucible of Storms talk show that is now being archived over on Method's YouTube channel. Or you, of course, can go to twitch.tv forward slash Method. Any of the ones that, you know, day seven, day six, five, four, three, two, one, and there are still three more they are going to be getting up there. Those are where I have been. I produced the Crucible of Storms post-raid talk show following the entirety of the Crucible of Storms raid progression, so go check that out. And of course, the Sunday before last Sunday was Easter, so that's why there was no show on Easter, because it's a, a heckin' holiday or something. But that is where I have been. You can go check out all those shows if you want some extra of this face push, pushing buttons on the internet. That that exists. But of course, I would also not be here if it wasn't for these lovely nerds and ladies. I have to extend my appreciation for supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between with my patrons over on the show's Patreon page. Thank you very much for all of your support, because otherwise this would be a, a much less production-filled production if it wasn't for you. And of course, if you want more of the show, there is more of the show over on the Patreon page. You can go follow along with the behind-the-scenes show notes, and there are all the BTS podcasts as well. There'll be a little sit-down today, even with the Mistweavers after the show is over. And you can go plug those into your RSS feed, take those with you wherever you go on your mobile device or whatnot, and listen to some more of the show. And of course, the audio-only versions of the show go up on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Just search Final Boss TV on wherever you listen to podcasts. Just not SoundCloud. Don't do that. But today is about Mistweaver Monks. And we are going to be, with the first healer show today, welcoming back a some, some old guard, I suppose, still off-camera. Dobbs, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. So you, you are you're two you're two giant dragons right now, but you're the same. You, you told me you're the same transmog in game. Is that correct? Uh, whoa. I'm <laughs> the same uh, character race. Uh oh. Uh oh. Pranked. <laughs> uh oh. So you're still not Quick. using your your bell staff? Hmm. Uh, I'm quickly logging in right now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Make sure. But however, bringing. Some of the production value today and on camera and repping that peak Cernity. anomaly welcome to the show sir hello oh, thank you thank you hello how are you guys i'm i'm ready to do this are you ready to carry the show because dobbs is a horrible person i mean we totally get a webcam two years ago come on man <laughs> 48 months Ugh. <laughs> listen i even... never have an occasion to get one that's fair that's fair. except the yearly installment of of my show Point, and every time I remember too late, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I mis mis misspoke. Uh, Moist Weaver Show. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> yeah, my bad. Second best healer spec, not Discipline Priest. Oh, chat. Oh, chat. Uh-oh. 
Chat wants you to take off your hat, Anomaly. Is that a thing? It's, uh, it's not a thing. <laughs> keep that on. <laughs> that's might be way. a little glare no. in the camera if oh. I take that off. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But mm-hmm. we, we have to take a little uh, trip uh, back in time or something along those lines uh, to sort of who the heck are you guys? Dobbs, you're back up first. Who the heck are you? What do you dabble in, in the world of Warcraft? How long have you been part of said dabbling? And if you need to do any opening show shout outs to resources and awesome things, uh, this is your time to do so. If you forget about anything right now, then the Discord will uh, flog you. Oh, uh, yeah. Get ready to at me in Discord. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Dobbs. I've been playing this game since its release in 2004. Uh, I've been healing since 2007 um, and been playing Mistweaver since Warlords. Um, I founded Big Dumb Guild in... Oh my god, they're adding me. Stop adding me. <laughs> I think I heard uh, a bloop in the background. That's good. <laughs> so uh, I founded Big Dumb Guild in which I uh, heal, obviously. Um, we try to push competitive ranks. And I also uh, write the guide for Mistweaver on Icy Veins. Ooh. Also, shout out to uh, my boy uh, Onion uh, in Peak. Just one shout out, just to onion. Yep, just one. The rest come at the end of the show. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. I like it. Anomaly, how about you, sir? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Anomaly. I've been playing similar to Dobbs since, I guess, the winter of 04. I got the game for Christmas. Uh, I've been healing since MOP, really. I started actually healing on a monk, <laughs> which is funny. Um, and I played the monk pretty much as my main since then. So, um, Dabbled a little in Paladin, but mostly just Monk since then. So playing with uh, Decidedly Uncouth. We are a sweet guild. Uh, we don't push content like Dobbs does. We try and get US top 100. That's the goal. Um, but yeah, um, been doing that for, for a while now. Uh, Resources-wise, I guess I, I, I built, not built, but I guess I contributed to WoW Analyzer for Mistweaver. So um, kind of did a lot of the initial groundwork for that back in Legion. Um, have a little bit of help now. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that for a while. And then I just recently took over, I guess, the peak stuff, peakasterny.com from Garb or Garg. Um, so yeah, I've been, uh, been trying to keep that updated. That's been a struggle since I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> but yeah, the WoW Analyzer thing, I think it's a big thing from my side that people will probably recognize. WoW Analyzer has... I'm not, I'm not giving you this moment. Nope, not tapping back over <laughs> to chat. Nope. Wow Analyzer has come a long way. I know we first talked yeah. about Wow Analyzer, I, I want to say on a Legion show. I don't think it was a Mr. Pandaria thing. Uh that it was like or no, sorry, Mr. Pandaria, I think a um Warlords of Draenor thing. I'm pretty sure it was a Legion discussion. But I mean the graphics and the cast sequences and all the information you can get there. Is Wow Analyzer still predominantly healers, right? Yeah, I mean, they have DPS specs, too, um, in various stages. I think some of the tank specs are actually really good, too. Like, uh, Ooh, okay. like actually, the, the Brewmaster one's really solid. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, we have a little bit of everything. It's just, it's all community-driven, so if, like, your spec isn't supported, like, I think for Yubei, like, Enhancement and Elemental are kind of lagging behind right now. But, um, yeah, if your spec's supported, it's actually really good. And, yeah, we just did an overhaul to, I guess, 3.0, which is, like, the yellow icons, like, a month or two ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride, <laughs> to be honest with you. It um, is just how much those, work. Yeah, it's one of those extra resources that players can take advantage of. But I know it definitely came from and was curated first for healers. 
Yeah, I mean, zero to the rescue from the like Holy Paladin community built the original one for just Holy Paladins, and then I think uh, Blazy added Druids, and then I added Mistweaver shortly after that, and like uh, about three years ago in March timeframe. So, um, been about three years since it's been around. So, Mistweaver, um, it's been fun working on that stuff. Luckily, Mistweaver is not complicated, so like I can actually add things, but uh, not Dispriest. I'll tell you that that's a it's a difficult thing to analyze. I'll say. You also gave the shout out over to Peak of Serenity, and this goes part and parcel with some of the specs and classes. We all have the class discords, but not everyone has an extra, like, I guess, database of articles and sort of where things are congealed. But Peak of Serenity is one of those places. So if you want more information direct from, I think, where it all gets funneled, beyond, of course, like the Wowhead and the Icy Veins guides. Then you have another resource here in peakofstrenity.com. Who is uh who runs most of the if are you you said you were writing a handful yeah. of what's happening here, but who else is sort of with you in, uh, uh, in doing peak? Is it just you? It's it's just me. Oh god. <laughs> just for Miss Weaver yeah. though, right? Just for Miss Weaver, yeah. I mean, I, I think we we kind of lost like Garg was like the big push for a lot of this stuff and he kind of you know went to real life land um unfortunately we were missing <laughs> him um so he's been like he was a huge push for a lot of this so i'm trying to pick up the slack um but it's he's a huge void at least in in the site right now so we're slowly trying to get better about that but you know yeah garg was on for the legion show and that's actually because i was actually really surprised and i'm only open when we were i'm not putting it on blast i'm just giving the, the shout out where it's needed then he went back and listened to... Did you listen to both the Legion and the Warlords and the Mop Show or just like the Legion show? So I listened to Legion and Warlords okay. uh, just to just kind of go back. I, me I remember I, wa I actually watched the Legion one live, so I didn't really listen to that one, but I went back to the, the Warlords one just to kind of get an idea what you guys talk about on these things to make sure I didn't sound like too much of an idiot. So, and I, I'm going to go double check. Was Garg on both, if not all of those? I think he was only on Legion, actually. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really on Legion? I don't think he was on Warlords. Yeah, let's go We're looking to like Monkeyo and Sups, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Legion was Garg, Dobbs, and Harl, and then Warlords, yeah, Monkeyo and Suplift. And gosh, who was on like the original one? Oh wow, Jada and Redfern. Oh yeah, back. I did. I watched game. the intro to that one. I I don't know. I I, I can't even go back. If, if I see a thumbnail that is the old YouTube resolution of my old shows, I tell people don't watch it. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm not going to go back and fix all of those, right? It's a bit of a time capsule, but YouTube had a different resolution back in the day where it was like forced weird black bars, and that's that's too old, YouTube. I mean, you can, but it, they, they go back that far. I mean, the show goes back to 2013 in Mr. Pandaria, so it goes way, way, way back. Goodness way way back but it has been the way way back it's been about seven years which i put in the show notes and you uh, i was a little bit surprised i had a google when miss pandaria launched it was september 2012 so almost seven years since the monk was added to the game but then so Mist to warlords to legion to battle for azeroth how has the mistweaver fared so far then dobbs do you have anything you want to if you if you could donate a kidney right now to get something back? Is there something you would want to return to the toolkit? Or is there something you'd very much like removed from the Mist Walker Monk toolkit right now? What do you, uh, Mist Walker? I always do that. Mist Weaver. Moist Weaver. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would give both my legs to get back uh, <laughs> Chi and Original Manatee. Um, like, just give me Warlords again. <laughs> Mistweaver was so much fun, and it had such an interesting and unique um, play style then. Um, not to say that it's, like, bad now, because it's fine now, but, like, there were... The gameplay of, like, resource generation and spending and then having that play off itself in, in Manatee and Chi was, like, really, really fun and interesting for me. I like how I said a kidney, which, you know, you can live without one of those, but you said both legs. Yeah. Isn't I'm that- really... I need Chi back, dude. Hmm. Is that... I guess what what's the difference between not having it and having it? Like, what was the what's the main or play style part you miss from having Chi? So Chi was like really fun in that it added a little bit of like setup to Mistweaver. Um, uh, also, the buttons just felt really like uplift felt really good to press. And then on top of that, there was like really. Um, I really liked having like little moments in a fight where I'd be like, okay, I'm in a manatee here. Uh, I'm going to like roll over here and, and find like a safe spot to sit and drink my little manatee and get all my mana back and then burn down again and then get like 80% back and burn down again and get 60 and yada, yada, yada. Um, there was just like a really nice ebb and flow to the whole thing. And um, I'll admit 100% it was broken because it's really hard to balance manatee. Right. But um, like it, there was like a sweet spot for, I think, uh, one raid where manatee felt like really balanced. And after that, it got wild. So that if that's the thing you want to bring back, I don't know if I maybe I missed over the fact that you were going to donate both of your legs. Is something you want removed from the toolkit though? Is there anything that right now that you just don't need in BFA? That's just get out of here. Uh, I actually thought really hard about that for a bit when I looked at the show notes, and like I can't. There are things that I think would be good to leave behind just so it would free up space for the designers to do more stuff but like there's been so much pruning in wow in general i don't know how like i don't know what i would give up you know hmm interesting like like i guess maybe we could get rid of um uh some of like the the never pick talents in in the miss we retreat like uh tiger tail sweep and and the whatever the chiji one is i've literally never picked it so i don't even remember what it's called but yeah, I, I was gonna make a jab at because you you say that there's nothing you would think needs to be removed, but I think that many people out there believe that fist weaving was removed. Not. Oh yeah. Um, oh. That's really rough, dude. How are you gonna bring up fist weaving like that? Well, I like how you started with jab, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mostly unintentional, but. How about you? What would you would you donate any body parts to have something brought back? Anomaly, are you in the same boat with with Chi and Manatee, or something else that yeah. you'd like to see? I mean, I don't know if I need original Manatee, but Chi definitely. I think I, Dobbs really stole my thunder with that man. Both legs, like, uh, what else do I give at that point? Maybe an arm. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but no, I, I think I mean Chi definitely uh, from a like just basically, I guess echoing what Dobbs said, right? The whole ebb and flow of the spec. And I think that's what we're kind of missing now. Is like. Healing feels like just a slow downward turn from a mana perspective, just making sure your mana bar lasts until the boss's HP, right? You're kind of playing the same game as the DPS is with your mana bar. Um, there's not really like a chance to like burst and come back up. And um, I think Chi kind of gives you that interaction of like building towards something and then using it and then like 
trying to build back up, right? And I think that play style worked really well. Like it worked for Mistweavers. I think it. I think one of the Holy Priest specs had it in like Wad too, um, like Archangel, very similar, right? Like build up a resource and then expend it. Um, and I think that style. I, I mean, it, personally, I really enjoy that, um, and I think it brings a lot to um, just the spec in general. Like it's really interesting. Um, you care a little bit more about timings in a fight at that point. Like you, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, she definitely is, I think, a big goal or big gap right now. Something I would definitely bring back. Um, I guess I could. Sorry. No, but that's an interesting one that you'll bring up essentially having your healer combo points back. But I wonder when we talk to Holy Paladins in the coming weeks, if they would agree they want Holy Power back. I don't yeah, know. I don't I mean, I I don't know. I like I like alternate resources. I think it just adds a flavor to the class. So um, because right now, pretty much all the healers, I mean, play very. I mean, they don't play very similarly, but the ideas of them are a lot the same, right? Their spells might be different colors, but mm. they do very similar things. So um, I don't know. I think it's nice that you can then bring any healer you want, right, to a fight. But at the same time, you kind of lose some of that like uh, spec specificity or like uniqueness. I guess is the word. So. So I guess I want to follow up on that too because there was this back and forth during beta for BFA about Essence Font. And I think Essence Font's probably been the most buffed spell in your toolkit to my knowledge and the new version of it and the talent you can couple with it. And is that faring as well as it needs to be right now? I know that was just one of those sticky points where in, again, beta, when we were testing it, it was like, just never hit this spell. And now it's like, all right, is it working You only hit it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, I think it is. I think they, the changes they made to Essence Font, even before beta, right, like in late uh, Legion kind of helped it out a lot. Like being able to cast it on the move was like, I think a huge change to it. Um, and just a lot of its power from a Mistweaver perspective, like a lot of the Mistweaver power sits in Essence Font. So sure. I didn't get to answer this question, but the one spell I would remove is probably oh. Essence Font. Oh! <laughs> only to open up additional spells to use, right? So, like, the idea is, like, I think Essence Font, like, a lot of the Mistweaver AoE healing is centered around that spell, which is great, but it also means it's one of the only spells we want to hit. Like, mm. Chain of Phase 3, like, you just hit Freshen Chainwind and Essence Font whenever it's up, because you want to keep everybody top. Like, the same thing in pretty much Phase 2, too. So, I, it's just, I think there's probably too much Mistweaver power in that spell, although it's also really good, so, like, I feel bad saying I'd get rid of it, but I think that's the one... I guess to adopt this point, like the one thing I might get rid of just to add more design space to like an AoE kit, maybe Uplift can come back at that point. Maybe there's a shot for Chi, right? I'd get to be fair, I'd give up Essence Font for for Chi, by the way. Ooh, that okay. I would do. Hmm. So, would you? Yeah, I I I'd trade I trade Essence Font for Chi in a heartbeat. Yeah. So okay, both agree. All right, we'll see if chat agrees or the YouTube comments if they're on the same page. But now, now to be a little contrarian, like I. Now, I understand, like, the design reasons why Essence Font is, like, probably not the healthiest thing for Mistweaver, but, like, mm -hmm. I, so the reason why I like basically any class is is movement. So if if a class has really good movement, I whew, I love it. I like Demon Hunter. I like Mistweaver. Both are, like, pretty easy, but the, what gets me about them is, like, their mobility is wild. And Essence Font as a spell is, like, I know it's, like, not the most difficult spell to use but like there's something really fun about controlling um a spell by using your mobility so like hitting essence font and then running around the raid like an idiot trying to like get as many people as possible is like kind of fun for me <laughs> it's does it still have like a targeting priority based on 
who you're near, or does it still each tendril wants to go to a different target first, doesn't it? So you don't have to so, do that, or so it 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 will um, never hit the same person that it hit five um, bolts ago, and it will try to prioritize people that are damaged. Those are like the two rules. Oh, okay. um, and other than that, like this was a lot more important back when it had the twenty-five yard range. So you'd have to like hit it in melee and then run to range and then run back. But now that it's thirty yards, that's it's less important. But I still like running around. Damn it. Okay. So then my other little follow-up point on that was the whole. I'm gonna put this in air quotes because I don't know. Yes, you do, but you don't need to. The whole melee healer thing right now, right? And. We know where, and we'll talk to Holy Paladins, of course, in the future. This is the first healer show of BFA. And the the original melee healer, one would argue, would be when Mistweaver Monk came into the game. But how is how are you faring as a quote-unquote melee healer? Because I have a, a Wii Monk that I played in Legion, and I haven't touched in BFA yet, but I think the only thing that I remember when I tested doing my first and second passes was that the only real gain you can get is there's like possibly a talent build that you can be a melee healer, but all it is mostly just mana regen and, and a little bit of damage. But does it, it doesn't compare right now to what holy paladins can do at all. And is that I don't know where to take this. I don't know what you guys feel. Do you have a, yeah. a love hate relationship with with your other melee healers or? So I I think. Um... Well, I, and the reason like Paladin is is absolutely crushing it right now in terms of melee healing is that their talents and their traits synergize really, really well. Mm. And Mistweaver has exactly zero fist weaving traits. Um, so it, oh. it like fist weaving was like a nice little like the the frameworks there. If they added a couple traits that like synergize with it at all, I feel like fist weaving could work because I've I've played fist weaver on. Um, every fight in BOD, and it's like it's viable, but it's never going to be. It's like not competitive at all. Um, you can do like I'd say like ninety, maybe eighty-five percent the healing of uh, an upwelling build, and then about as much damage as a disc priest. But that's like not <laughs> that's not a good selling point for talents. Yeah, that doesn't sound too convincing. I would say. But there was yeah. always this weird back and forth, and that's why it's it's funny covering the race to world first recently for Unat and seeing the method choice with the lots of disc priests to at least two on Unat, and even the splash of one that uh, pieces ran with, but they had the holy paladin resto druid combination. It it still seems like ever since fist weaving and that style of melee healing was a huge thing in the whole damage to healing coefficient. It was just taken away from Monk, but it's all about discipline. And now Holy Paladin can crush with an offensive and healing-oriented throughput cooldown to do that very same thing, where it all originated from the Monk. And I wonder why it, Blizzard turned it so far away from the original spec that had it and then diversified it to other healers. And I'm not sure why that is there mentality because i guess it was strong back in the day yeah but it's still it's strong I, I, on the other two healers that also have it right now too yeah it, i mean it, it's for sure a bizarre feeling that um mistweaver that was sold as a spec that is 
meant you're supposed to deal damage to heal, right? That, that was like the whole point. Has sort of had that identity eroded, and I don't think it's bad that like disc has has gained that identity, and that paladin to a degree is. I I, I have a hard time considering paladin to be like, because to me, glimmer feels unintentional. Like glimmer is way too strong. There's no way that uh, the designers sort of like took a look at that and were like, yeah, this is fine. Um, so I I have a hard time like including them, but like yeah, to a degree. And paladins sort of like make sense thematically because like they're holy warriors with swords and shields. They're supposed to like go in and attack stuff. Otherwise, they're just priests. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. It, but I, what I don't get is why Blizzard um, isn't investing more design into um, accentuating the, the the core fantasy of Mistweaver, which was to be a melee healer. I think it, I think Dobbs is just because we're like a newer spec in class, so we haven't been around that long. Wait, uh, <laughs> no. Get that out of here. What seven years old anomaly. Yeah. Seven years old. Four expansions under your belt. Well, three and a half. So all right yeah. then. I mean we we'll we'll bring up a little bit more of that a little bit later, but I I want to get into the healer hierarchy then. My this is the hate to see it, love to see it section of the show. We have to bring it up at least the first time because this is the first healer show we're going to have in the BFA junket, right? We have five more in the future that we'll talk about, but this old chestnut. So healer hierarchy and Dobbs already opened with part of this. You can bring whatever healers you want to certain instances, right? You're, you can't look at like the race to world first and like the, the dropping of healers only bring three, blah, 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 whatever, right? That's different. Or I think some of the restless cabal to begin with was like four or five healers, like all discipline priests to stack shields, but sure. You have to at least feel out that there is sort of this where do each of the six healers slot in in BFA currently and the 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 first point is always like is discipline priest still too strong Af- even after it's aura nerf right so Dobbs where do you put everything into perspective here and then anomaly I'm going to go to you with uh the same question but Dobbs you're up first um okay so if, if we're doing like a strict like it's hard to rank things, right? So, like, if I were to build a raid for, like, uh, a generalized fight, given what current healers can do, I would always bring a Disc, a Shaman, a Glimmer Paladin, and a Mistweaver. Um, now, I think of the of those classes, the three that you would basically always want on almost every fight would be, like, Shaman and Disc Priest, just because okay. the... I mean, disc obvious reasons they they slam throughput, shields counter a lot of abilities, um, and they've got a lot of like uh, DR potential. Um, and shaman's spirit link is wild, and they can do a bunch of damage. That they're also pretty cool right now. Um, glimmer is glimmer, and then I the the weird part is trying to find a spot for for holy priests, uh, misweavers, and druids. Druids and Mistweavers are always going to compete because we're kind of exactly the same class. <laughs> um, we're both like super mobile uh, healers that are tanky, that can deal damage in a pinch. Um, and j- the only difference is one of them is reactive and the other is proactive. Um, so it, it's really going to come down to like, which is kind of better at the fight. Um, on You brought up Unot. On Unot, I think Druid probably has the edge on Mistweaver just because of the phase three... Um, Hots are like really valuable in phase three, but um, 
other than that, Druid, like Miss Weaver just kind of like dunks on Druids just by virtue of the fact that we don't need any setup or very little setup. Okay. So it's, it, the, the part too that came up about Unot again and why they even splashed the rest of Druid apparently was also, I, I kind of brought it up here and there on the show, but it was because they were running double Brewmaster Monk tanks and hot layering into Stagger is real strong. So oh, yeah. it was mostly yeah. for tank healing. And that was an interesting back and forth because Mistweaver Monk also has kind of fallen into this like tank healer role because your focused, hot-based spammable healing now is really good as well. And you brought the mobility up earlier too, where both druids and monks have that mobility. Tiger Dash is ludicrous as well, but I don't think it kind of compares with how Mistweaver moves around encounters, but that's where the interesting part comes to play. Do you have a different kind of hierarchy you would you've seen anomaly? Or are you? About no, I mean I think I think I'm yeah I think I'm pretty much in line with Dobbs. Like I think just like disc is disc. Like it's either going to be awesome or it's going to be terrible. Like I don't know if they can really balance it. And um, shaman cooldowns are amazing right now. They're damaged with traits. Like we we bring up these traits again. Traits are great for shaman. They're not great for misweavers. So. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like Glimmer from a Paladin perspective, I think those are going to be always your three you bring. And then the final one is, you know, I think it's a toss-up, right? You take your best player on whatever their best spec is, right, at that point. Right. Um, I don't think there's anything special that the last the last spot can can be taken on the other three um, healers, right? So, yeah, I mean, ranking-wise, the funny thing is, though, I personally, if we did, if I did end up doing a racking, I would probably put Mistweaver above Paladin and Shaman, just from, like, a number perspective, if we had to number them, but... Hmm. Um, I think those three are very close. Um, I think it, based on the the fight, right? You're probably gonna you can probably drop a shaman in some instances, right? Um, but in the general sense, like disc shaman Glimmerdin is going to be what you want, and then your fourth healer can be your best player at that point. So right, and that's we brought that up at at some point. Leaving, I, I know I've talked about it before that we've we've we saw the aura nerf coming to discipline priest, and we knew it wasn't going to be enough. And lo and behold, it isn't. But I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the healing throughput discipline brings, or if it's still just the, the very proactive way that shielding works. Even though shielding isn't that strong right now, outside of Rapture windows, and that's ninety second cooldown. And it's just very, very strange how pinpointed that spec becomes in different iterations of the game, and based on how bosses are structured, based on how encounter damage is structured. A lot of it comes down to, I guess, DPS because they are always almost DPSing the entire time, and they're also giving healing out at the same time, and we've seen how boss HP right now is a little bit crazy with how tightly tuned Restless Cabal and Unod are. But that's the weird part, because Holy Paladins, obviously, they do their, their huge burst, and they have a cooldown. But I think a lot of it is just, it's just consistent with that, with doing the damage and healing at the same time. But... So I think you already both popped the thought bubble then. If you only bring four healers to an encounter, which ones do you bring? I think you already brought that up, where it's Discipline Priest, Shaman, Glimmerdin, and then you're kind of like your fourth slot is something. Yeah. Uh, well, and to be clear, um, I, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, like these three specs are broken and everyone else is kind of garbage. Like healer balance right now, I feel is like, pretty close like all the healers kind of do this like equivalent numbers like, i i feel like balance is like really good at the moment okay. um and like mistweaver in particular is pretty strong 
Um, but it's just, you know, if I was building like an ideal comp, um, then I would bring those certain things, you know? It, well, yeah, okay. cause I mean, we're also, we're almost like nitpicking, right? <laughs> like to, to bring your top sure. four, it's like, it's like half a percent. Like the, the numbers are not wildly different that like druids are, you know, hundreds and thousands of HPS below everybody else. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, and it, yeah, it's not, we're not like in a situation like in Nighthold where Druid is literally doing like 40% more healing than a Mistweaver. <laughs> it's like, well, everyone's like within like 5%. Yeah. So I guess then this, this brings up sort of that devil's advocate question that I know gets thrown around here and there in the community. Does, does the Mistweaver need something extra in their toolkit, either offensively or defensively, proactively or, or whatever? to feel strong in raids though i know revival has that uh sort of the boosted coefficient that does like trank hat or is this i think that's just trank and the holy priest one revival is still just flat whatever it is it is right it doesn't actually scale in different content yeah revival is just the same regardless right so i, I guess that's the one because you have revival and then you have life cocoon a life cocoon is is a pretty beefy absorb used properly, but that's it. I mean, that's the one thing that always brings everything up. That you have paladins that have their dr and their offensive plus defensive cooldowns and blessings and hands and stuff like that. And again, it's just they did tack on the amazingly awesome five percent physical damage buff to monk. Period. But that's not really a healer concern we'll get into the mythic plus stuff here a little bit but is there something more that you think that mistweaver needs or should um, have or to compete yeah anomaly what what do you so i would say like a an on like a cooldown that actually matters i'd say so like a button like avenging wrath if we do a paladin equivalent right um or like even like a like evangelism from disc or schism something like that where yeah. um it makes you just do more healing like whatever the healing is it just makes you do more of it because our only cooldown right now is a talent in manatee right which just halves our mana cost for spells for 10 seconds of casting right um because it's on the gcd so it's not actually 12. um so but uh but yeah i mean that, i think that's the biggest thing missing is just like we don't have a button that we press that makes us feel good about healing other than maybe essence font right which is now like a rotational ability i guess in most cases so yeah, that's the. Yeah, I could, I could see that for sure. It's also a strange spot. I've heard. I mean, the the manatee discussion gets brought up. We already brought up on the show before. I've definitely seen that. I think the other one too is that they moved your jade serpent statue to a talent as well, for some reason. That seems like it should just be something in the base kit. Because oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I think should be in the base kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh god. I. I I didn't understand that one, to be quite honest, because honestly, does Soothing Mist, the channel from Soothing Mist on your Jade Serpent statue, really equate to anything that's like, oh no, nerf Mistweaver? It's almost just kind of like nice. Yeah, depending on the fight, it can get you like, you know, like five to eight percent healing. So it's like not terrible. Mm. It's just, um, in, hmm. With a design space like Jaina, like Blockade, and like uh, uh, Unot, you know, where everyone's taking sort of a lot of damage um, in waves, and and consistently, Russian Jade Wind just slaps those fights. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, and that's the one thing I want to throw up to chat as well, too. And I think did did <laughs> did I misspeak? Did he mean did he meant to say Spirit of the Crane baseline? Oh, <clears throat> my bad. Yeah, they they broke that off. So now that's your in your talents, your whole mana row talent, right? Life cycle, spirit of the crane, and manatee, where like manatee can feel like it's an impactful talent, I guess. So I had to like they make it they had to make it fight other things, but that was also part of just the baseline of how Mystery Breed used to play anyways, but you you could DPS to get mana back, and you have to talent to get that back now. So that's a strange one. But maybe this will all go into that 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 bucket that Ian talked about, how they realized they have probably removed and taken away too much stuff from the classes over the past two expansions, which is also why I think, again, as I say it before, this talent calculator we have right now, the mop version, gone. In 9.0, I'm this is this is dusted. They're gonna bring some brand new crazy multi-tiered like Final Fantasy looking vanilla classic WoW whatever. They're gonna make a whole new talent calculator for us. I think this is the last expansion with this thing. But, yeah, I hope so. That would be like a really nice shakeup. Not to say that what we have is like necessarily bad, but like. Right. The fact that I think what we have now would be good if we didn't lose. A, well, A, if they added stuff to it ever, like we haven't gotten a new talent row in like forever, and B, um, if they didn't put things that were baseline and make them talents without replacing uh, anything, you know? Mm, yeah. That's what it I wonder. Just, I mean, it, it just feels bad now to like click the manatee on the talent calculator and be like, man, everyone used to have this without having to click this button or like. Jade Serpent statue, right? Being a talent. I think, I, I don't know. I have some thoughts about the way they've designed this class, particularly coming like into Legion, and it's just not in a good way. And I think they fixed it mostly with BFA, but this yeah, is... I think they, they moved too much. They pulled too much off, at least Mistweaver specifically, right? But I think most classes, like people agree. Yeah, I think this is definitely echoed in any of the shows we've done so far, and then we'll keep seeing how that progresses, which is probably why there's no. There's no class adjustments, no class changes in 8.2, and none potentially for the rest of the expansion, because there's no point in them doing class adjustments and changes to baseline kits when they're going to change it all up in 9.0 anyway. And they might as well just, they're going to slap the essences on there, let the game essentially break wide open, because those are ridiculous, and just let the game kind of play out in a weird, like, awkward power struggle, because you know, we have Ajara coming up, and then potentially Nazoth, right? So big, big baddies... And just let the game kind of be kooky and weird for a little bit. And then they're going to wipe it up and then change it for 9.0. But we will see. But I want to expand upon the toolkit slightly then. And now we can bring up Mythic Plus. Okay. So. Mythic Plus right now. Until Mechagon comes out in 8.2.5. Because there ain't going to be no melee in that place. <laughs> but that's that's down the road. Bring all the melee. Right? So you got like the, the double rogue. Uh, you've got the Windwalker Monk. Why not, like, Double Rogue, Demon Hunter, and then, like, a Mistweaver Monk? What? Why is the, the... The Druid got nerfed so many damn times going from Legion to BFA, and it's still, outside of some discipline priests splashing, Resto Druid is still the healer that is seen in, like, the higher-end meta of Mythic Plus. So Dobbs... What do you think? Have you been watching uh, any MDI? What are your thoughts on like the Mythic yeah. Plus meta? 
So Druid is just like really, really good in terms of um, how the class functions, uh, right? So like um, Mistweaver can kind of do what Druid does, but we have to choose between healing and dealing damage. Whereas Druid is just like, all right, throw up your hots um, and then go into cat form and cat weave. Or uh, they can do like pretty good damage from ranged as well by um, like you know, with their other spells. Whereas like as a monk, if you're in ranged, you're doing absolutely no damage. So um, while Mistweaver is like really good in keys, um, I think it just like doesn't quite live up to like where Druid is. And when you're talking about like bleeding edge like competition where um, like people are, are are neck and neck by you know a couple of seconds or something like um, like high keys and and with the MDI, uh, you're you're gonna take what you think is like gonna give you the strongest uh, chance of success. And I think Druid um, just fills that role better than Mistweaver at the moment. There is actually, as I reload Raider IO real quick, there is a Mistweaver in 18th place right now on the overall leaderboards. <gasps> Look at that. Got a plus 25. That grandpa slabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's, who's Droga or Drogo? Someone get them on the horn. Cause that's the only one I'm seeing here. Let's keep going. Oh, Prodigy at 55, but it's it's a lot of orange. Oh, we got another one. We got Celadon at 95th, but at least that. So that's bringing some back and forth to my discussion. Is it? It's basically Resto Druid or Mistweaver Monk in like the top hundred spots right now. You got a Holy Paladin in here at 123, but then again another Mistweaver. Look at that. There's some back and forth in there, Holy Paladin. Holy Paladin again. We're double Mistweaver. So it is back and forth in there. That is a little bit of representation for Mistweavers. But uh Yeah. And and at the start of the expansion, Mistweaver was like very well represented um in Mythic Plus. Like you had a lot of people really pushing with Mistweaver. It is but, the highest, uh, it's, highest now. it's the highest represented monk in Mythic Plus across everything right now, over the three million plus sample size. At 104.5 thousand. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, chat brings it up again, too. Yeah, B-Res is a big deal, obviously. Because if you bring a Mistweaver, then do you bring a Druid in another category or bring... Cause see, let's go back up here to the, the, the first one we saw. What was their comp for that run? Oh, yeah. Wow. Wait, they... Woof. They did no res, actually. Let me scroll down. They had no res. It was Outlaw Rogue, Fury Warrior, Havoc Demon Hunter. So again, triple melee, and with the Mystery Monk and the tank, essentially five melee, but no battle res. Interesting. No battle res. Yeah, I, I remember like when the engineering res came out. Uh, uh, I, was so I was so excited yeah. for that, but it's very bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's... Like, I, I, I get making it weaker than the other reses because you kind of have to, right? Like that's sort of the point and why you would want to um, let specs have powerful tools. But to make the res not only like what, a five second cast and you have to be standing on them? That's wild. Like that's way too many restrictions. If someone's dead, chances are they're in a place where it's not safe to stand. So like, it's really hard to res them. And if you're taking five seconds to like res a tank that died or something, the rest of your group is also dead. So it's like, it's almost useless for me to have it and, and DPS just have to run it instead. 
It's kind of the weird back and forth that I wonder about if they're going to evolve the Mythic Plus meta in 9.0. And first off, Blizzard apparently wants to add more class-specific buffs to the game. I don't know why. Please stop. Stop them. The the mad scientists over at Blizzard want to bring more of that nonsense. But um, if they're going to, why, why are there scrolls for int attack power and fort? And why aren't there like a potion or a scroll for the the five percent, or at least it'd be like four percent magical and and physical damage taken, so you could actually bring those regardless of your group comp. And if battle reses are such a big deal, would it be too much to ask that like battle reses be like a specific, maybe like a potion or an elixir that you can throw and splash on somebody that anyone can use, so you can still adhere to the battle res limit, but you don't have to bring a battle res only spec in only mythic plus. Like, it'd be like a only only active in Keystone Dungeons or whatever, right? Would that be a weird... Well, we see the Mythic Plus meta shake up a whole lot where you didn't have to bring this. Would that open up a lot more options, I wonder? And people could play really interesting comps that aren't just... I saw that head shake anomaly. What do you think? <laughs> I, I don't... I think the, the problem... I, I mean, those would be nice, right? But I don't think those buffs are... I mean, Battle Rise being the big one rather than that, but I don't think those are like... I, I still think you would bring a Druid healer over any of the other ones in an MDI setting. Because oh. um, I think they're da I think damage-wise, like Dobbs was mentioning, like they can do a ton of damage while still healing. They don't have to make a choice. Um, I think somebody in chat mentioned too, a lot of the healer affixes don't generally affect uh, Druids. Like Quaking, they have very little cast time, right? So like that one's kind of a moot point for Druids. And... Um, so I think just the Druid toolkit in general is so suited to that five-man content that mm. unless you break Druids, like I don't think they're not going to bring one, right? Battle Res on top is just great because there's no more DKs. So from a tanking perspective, right? Um, it's all generally warrior. So like you you still covered there from a Battle Res perspective. So um, there's a lot more pressure on the Druid, but you know you still, I don't think you'd bring a different healer. Um, well, not only that, and I, I can't believe I forgot this, but druids have stealth too. Like, holy oh, moly! Yeah. Stealth, stealthing past trash, and like, like a, a pull you want to skip, and just mass rezzing is so powerful. Yeah, uh, I mean that's why you see so many night elves too. But yeah, but you can have yeah. That's the oof. That's that's a tough one. That's I wonder if we're gonna see or we're gonna see another shift, whatever the next seasonal affix is gonna be when reaping goes away. And if Shadow Meld isn't as prevalent, you can still do things with Shadow Meld anyway. But the big thing that we've seen the MDI a few times and it's hilarious is Reaping spawns and Wump Zombie's like, go get them. And then they all just huang. <laughs> Five people just huang out of existence and just Shadow Meld. And the Reaping just doesn't know what to do. So, yeah. unfortunate. I know I'm really going to miss Reaping. <laughs> what a fun affix. <laughs> the next one's gonna be Ajara and fish oriented, so we'll see. Just I have no idea. Fish affix poggers. Yeah. <laughs> so the, now with all the whole dungeon gets filled with water and you have to swim for two, three minutes. I mean, I was gonna suggest like random seagulls attack you, but that sounds even worse. Oh no. <laughs> the dungeon that certain dungeons suddenly become immersed in water and they become underwater. Oh no. Oh no, fish affix. Yeah. Druid is travel form for that, by the way. Yeah, then Druid will be <laughs> manatee form. <laughs> so, more reasons why Druid's still good. Oh no. So, with all that broken down, then talk to me. Let's talk about numbers for a little bit here. 
this was what you both brought up in Discord prepping for the show about secondary stats. And are there any, I don't like using the word breakpoints, but it gets thrown around. Are there any breakpoints or more so the feel-good points that Mistweavers want to have? And does this change in Mythic Plus or does it change in raids? Does it change based on anything else or is it just like a hierarchy? Because I know this is the one thing that that Restor Druids may or may not also have you with the leg up, depending on what your answer is about to be here. Because Restor Druids is where highest eye level forehead. But yeah, that's that's kind of us too. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in a at least in a, like a Mythic Plus setting, like all of our secondaries are pretty much generally going to provide the same amount of output, right? So there's really very little variance in what you're going to get or what you should wear, right? Um, so generally, it's Mythic Plus where your highest eye level. I think from a numbers perspective. It's the same eye level gear you'd favor mastery, but even then, it's it's so close that um, you know just the highest eye level you get, just put it on, forget about it. It's it's pretty simple to gear for Mythic Plus. Um, I think from a raid perspective, it's slightly different. Um, I still think crit verse are going to be the stats you want to aim for. Um, again, though, you're not dropping you know ten you know ish eye level like you would in Legion if you got a piece with mastery on it, right? Um, you're not going to forego that type of, uh, there's not, or sorry, there's not that big of a gap from a numbers perspective in our stats anymore, um, which is a good thing, I think, but um, a lot of it's very close. And I think a lot of it can change fight to fight. Like I think from a Mistweaver's perspective, one of the first, I guess this might be the first expansion that at least I've noticed it, right? Where different fights can have different, essentially like stat weights, right? Where you'd want to equip potentially more mastery for like a fight like Rastakhan, right? Where there's a lot of tank damage, you're going to do more single target healing, and then you're going to want more, you know, crit and verse for a fight like, and even haste, really, for a fight like Jaina, right? Where a lot of your healing is going to be an essence on and refreshing Jade win, so, and and much less in mastery. Um, so I think, you know, I think generally in raids, you're going to want crit first, but I think it's going to depend on the fight. Um, and uh, as, a, as a plug, use the tools out there to kind of like get your stat weights from the fight you're doing, because um, a lot of stuff now, you can do it fight by fight. And kind of really zone in and hone in on what you need. All right, Dobbs. What about you? You have anything you want to add to the secondary stat haste discussion? Yeah, basically exactly that. Um, all our stats are really good, uh, and and even like people dunk on haste a little bit. I think too much. Like haste is really really good in mm. Mythic Plus. Um, a lot. There was like a big meme at the start of the expansion where like a lot of very good players. Um, rose to the top of the Mythic Plus ladder board, and people would rightly ask them, like, what, what stat weights are you using, right? Because people are curious. And these players, I, I don't know if this was, like, bad faith acting or not, but they would, like, give their opinion on what the stats were, and there's, like, actually no backing to the things they were saying. I saw, like, the most ridiculous... I don't want to flame too hard, but, like, I saw, like, some very questionable reasoning as to why you should use certain stats... And because these people are like at the top echelons of play, a lot of people took it as gospel, which like I understand. Um, but there was like this big meme that like haste was absolute garbage and you would never want haste. Haste is like negative HPS and you're going to deplete a nine if you use haste at all. When in reality, like mastery and haste were your highest throughput stats by far. So um, yeah, it, it it's thankfully now we've got like some very very powerful tools made by anomaly and and more recently volk um in peak of serenity and of um questionably epic fame uh has been have been 
like really improving tools to to find stat weights. So if you're using the WoW analyzer or I think Healer stat weights is now um, like pretty good. I can't remember if that's deprecated or not, but I, I think Healer stat weights is good. Yeah, they just went through a big update. I think like a like a end of March timeframe. So yeah, Healer stat weights at least for Mistweaver is uh, is definitely an okay thing to use. Yeah. Mm. yeah so. Yeah, uh, thank God, because that that whole thing just completely erases any of those debates. You can just literally look at these atoms, say like, "Look, haste is fine, chill." Exactly. Oh, also, shout out to Abe for helping Anomaly on the WoW analyzer. God. Well, that's one flogging because he didn't open the show with that. Oh, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. But. Uh... How about we'll shift gears here a little bit then to the future and 8.2. Of course, if you have questions for the guests on the show today, you can say that for after the break, and then we'll sort of bring up the FAQ in the Q&A section of the show when you can just sort of riff back and forth with us for a little bit. But 8.2 is on the PTR. Uh, I have run Mechagon on opening night with Slutie and, and Mike and some members of the community. And the, the, the jab about no melee in that dungeon is potentially kind of real. The, the nonsense and the mechanics in that place on a hierarchy mythic plus when it gets split, right? It'll be outside and inside Mechagon. But man, there is some... Blizzard is almost like making it on purpose where they've... I mean, maybe we'll find a way around it, but the, the melee in that place are going to be really punished. So we'll see if the, the meta changes there. But it's a really fun dungeon. Holy crap. But 8.2's big thing... That Heart of Essence, Heart of Essence, Heart of Azeroth Essences, Major and Minors. There is um, <clears throat> some some crazy powerful things there, like these Seeds of ANR, for instance. I don't know if that's going to scale differently in Five Mans, but uh, what have you guys started to piece together based on the 8.2 PTR for what you're eyeballing? Anomaly, have you guys started working on stuff for figuring out... Yeah. Yeah, we spent, I spent like a couple hours on PTR just testing some of the essences. Um, they seem right now pretty broken across the board. I think just from a tuning perspective, they're a little little overpowered, but um, there are definitely some interesting ones that'll probably fill some holes in a lot of specs and maybe make some specs a little bit too strong, right? Because like, I mean, I think the way that, that Seeds is working right now is ends up being like a very strong, just um, like blanket type essence you'd want to take. Um, so any sort of like class and get a bunch of hots out because the seeds proc on pretty much every hot tick. Um, if you can spread those out, so like essence found is good for Mistweaver, druids in general with their their hots, it's really good to get out there. Um, and some of the mana return ones seem just downright ridiculous. And and a Mistweaver with a lot of mana is actually a very good thing, um, since a lot of our spells are balanced around just the mana cost themselves. So. Um, I think those two essences are the ones that really stood out. Um, it'll be fun to see. I mean, it'll be. I kind of want Blizzard, like, kind of in in the back to make these a little bit overpowered, right? Um, and just for the the sake of like having something strong, right? A button, at least you know personally for me, like a button that I hit that feels good, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, I think the I think a bunch of the essences look interesting. I, I just want to see what the final tuning ends up being because um, they can go, they can swing one of two ways, right? Be something you have to have, and or be something that you avoid at all costs. So. Right. Um, but this, the two, the season and the mana one, I think, look the, the most interesting. And then the uh, for Mythic Plus, sorry, there's the uh, overheal one um, mm-hmm. that kind of builds a, the major is like it builds a ball that follows you around that collects all your overhealing. And then um, 
you can use it as like a single target ability or it'll take that overhealing and apply it to the healing you do as it like depletes it down. Um, so I, I think that's probably going to end up being like a mandatory one for Mistweaver in a Mythic Plus perspective. Don't quote me on that. Well, you're probably going to, but um, just because I think that's one of the bigger gaps, uh, like single target bursts, right? Uh, from a Mistweaver perspective, like Im immediate. Like I think we have a sustained healing from a single target perspective, but if somebody dips to like 5%, like we, we can life cocoon them and that's it, right? Like we don't have a instant like lay on hands type thing, holy shock, um, swift mend, right? Um, like so that'll kind of hold. Dob special. Yeah, like Coon and like soothing, enveloping. Oh my God, please live for two more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so is is the essence that builds up overhealing always building it up, or only when you're in combat though? Um, I think it's only in combat. But when I was testing on dummies, it uh, it stayed with you, so you could build it throughout a dungeon. And Ooh, okay. uh, yeah. And it worked on hot, so like it's any healing, right? So you could like spread rems anytime you vivify then, even if a person's at full health, you're gonna get that cleave too. So from right. a misword perspective, like there's a bunch of like just general healing we do, not really thinking about it, that uh would then kind of focus into that orb. So the yeah, that's what I was wondering. Cause you're gonna have rems out and you're obviously gonna have I mean, I, I wonder how it would work with not like a degenerate strat, but if you funneled revival into it and put all the overhealing of a revival into that orb, and then you could use that as a single target catch all for your tank later on in the dungeon, like there's some gameplay potential there, right? Because obviously, if you revival in your tank and everyone else takes it, it's like a little bit in a five man. But if you right. overheal on purpose to funnel that all in to the essence, and then you can use it on your tank when you know the boss smacks them for 80% of their health and it's like a lay on hands. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some thought, like some some gameplay there. I think. Um, yeah. The people a lot smarter in Mythic Plus than me are going to figure out, and I'll steal it at that point. <laughs> so. The other ones that are also the play here too is that there are all the ones that aren't just healer only. They're the generic ones that are like the DPS -y style ones, and that's what I, I have to. We have to bring back a fist weaving again. Jobs, do you guys think there's anything that's going to allow you to do anything weird in that sense to to bring that DPS to Mythic Plus that you're lacking? If that's the part of the balancing teeter-totter that doesn't take away too much from your healing, but you can actually use it in an offensive capacity because there are ones that healers can use that are still DPS um, I Oh boy, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> mm. uh, I haven't really thought about the DPS side of the essences too much because, like, I, well, I've just been focusing on the raids, you know? Um, but it, maybe they're, they're, you, may, you might be able to, like, take DPS traits um, and then rely on the power of the essence to sort of carry you through. But I don't know if that would, like, make us competitive in the sense of, like, a druid who could just take the healing essences and then still do like good damage and like heal more too like i don't know it's it's hard to say yeah that's the i think the, the other big thing i guess yeah. yeah for for our fit for for monk fist swinging, right we don't scale off damage done it's just spell power right so like the the fact that these damage traits like increase some level of damage doesn't help us um i, I wonder i wonder if it interacts with atonement at all right because that that's like from a dispriest perspective that would probably be it'd be good for them um, but I don't know if there's an interaction there. That's that's where you kind of see it, right? Fist would be better if it kind of worked like a where it was based on damage done, and then we could feed more into that. 
but it's just like a flat spell power, like 12% or something like that. So. Hmm. Reading chat though, uh, Torty says, how can a revival overheal if it does no healing? <laughs> Come on, man. God, Torty, it hurts, man. Sad now. <laughs> hey, that's why I was bringing up in like the five man context. Because it is like a, that's an interesting one. I wonder if the, I think a lot of the early discussion, and this is where Preach, or Mike and I have, you know, bashed heads back and forth on how some of the essences are really annoying and really boring and not really, you know, that flashy or awesome. But at the same time, I think there's going to be some interesting developments in the community to find out which combinations of major and minor and then minor. And then eventually you'll have three minors. You'll have that extra minor down the road at 65. And how those will change and either shore up potential weaknesses or accentuate strengths of certain specs and things. I think it's going to be a little bit, at least from the DPS standpoint, our, our current like just blanket look at of a couple of different things is that we're all gaining like 30 to 40% DPS on some of these combinations, which is a huge jump right now. So it'll be interesting to see how tanks and healers adapt to it as well. And how that change will go. Because if the healers are even stronger and there's really hard mythic raid bosses, dropping to two healers might be way more potential. If not kind of... Ugh. To drop to two healers. But uh, it could be a thing. We saw it in the past when we didn't have these silly things. We'll have to wait and see how that changes. But anything else you want to wrap up that you may have forgotten from the initial topics? Or am I good to move us along here? Get to chat Q&A. No, I'm good. I'm good. Good to go? All right, then. Well, I'm going to jibber-jab for a moment. My guests can step away if they have to take a, a little bio or something like that, grab a drink. That's totally fine. I have a few things that I'm going to blab about real quick. Of course, if you have missed any of the show, and that is M-I-S-S-E-D, not M-I-S-T. <clears throat> the whole show gets archived, of course, over on my YouTube channel. So if you want to go check those out, the VODs that go up about 24 hours or so after the main show goes live, and you can go back and watch any of the side content or any of the archives from the past show. And the, the current season, of course, is up there. We have the, all the new branding going and all the other side content that I do produce. You can go back and check all those out as the show, of course, moves forward. The World First shows, I'm not, it's been asked many times, I am not doing a World First or World Second for the Crucible of Storms. Mostly because I was part of the method back and forth. And if you want to go check that out, of course, you can go over to Method's YouTube channel. And they'll be archiving all the past episodes of the Race to World First coverage for the Crucible of Storms, the talk show that I produced. Method approached me and asked me if I wanted to roll buttons and do all the, the live production of the show. And I did for 10 days. So you can go check those out if you want to. Just put them on as a podcast in the background and sort of listen to all of our ramblings as the entire race unfolded in front of you. That, of course, is all there. Or you can go listen to any of it right now. If you go to twitch.tv forward slash method, go to their Twitch channel and um, listen to it on the VODs. All the whole VODs are up there. Or wait until they fix them and cut them up and put them on YouTube. Either one works. My live show, of course, also gets archived and slapped up on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. It's on my website. The RSS feed is also available for patrons for the behind-the-scenes Patreon BTS shows as well. That is a new feature that if you are on Patreon and listen to the behind-the-scenes off-script extra shows that do get put out there that are over there, you can go do that and you listen to those audio only as well. That's a new feature. 
It'll show up over here on your right sidebar when you're looking at one of the posts that has the Patreon BTS. So you can go grab those, listen to those on the go, or if you want to plug those into. But the other big thing, if you have not been around here in a while, and I have a couple more announcements we've gone over lately, is that I'm probably at a point right now, thanks to the support from the show and the live streams and everything else that I'm putting out, that I've been in communication with, with actual sponsors. And I'm partnered now. You may have heard that it were with Corsair and Elgato. The upcoming ones that you may not have heard about, of course, TC Helicon uh, approached me and we talked back at TwitchCon, but I have a GoXLR that I'll be plugging everything into when I do my new computer build coming up soon. And as well as MSI. MSI has sent me some product to put in the new build that you'll see on the live stream and the studio tour and whatnot. But of course, if you are looking at supporting the show, the stream, everything in between and what I do here on the internet, and you don't want to just throw money at my face like GoRec did earlier in the show, I see you. But you can go do that over on Corsair. Links are down below the stream or in the description box down below. If you're looking at any bits and bobs and stuff and things for your next computer build, cases, keyboards, headsets, RAM, power supplies, all this stuff. A lot of the guts that I even currently have in this build right now are a lot of Corsair pieces already. That's why I'm super excited to be working with them and them working with me. And then if we work together as everything, maybe we can replace... Bajira's beautiful face with my uh, uh, face on keyboards and mice. I don't know. That's kind of how that works, right? So links down below if you want to support what I do here and keep me going and keep me doing this. And uh, it depends on where you are. There's a question I saw in chat only in the US. It depends on where you are, right? If you order things directly off of Corsair's website, uh, you have to go through the whole cart process. You go down below, click on the link, make your cart. And it depends on where you live in the world. I have seen a couple of people that they couldn't get things sent to them which is fine. Depends on where shipping is all around places, but different countries have different shipping rules and Corsair ships to many of them, just not all of them because of international trade or whoever knows what. But you can go check that out. Links are down below. Same thing with Elgato. MSI's link will be up soon once we get that all finalized. But that is another way you can keep the show happening, right? We have a lot of spec shows to get through. And I've said before, because of holidays and other things coming up, that it's going to take basically a whole year to get through the expansion. But on the horizon, uh, I'm looking at Elemental Shaman next Sunday, which I don't know if you heard any of the thunder and lightning earlier in the show today. I live in Florida, but it looks like they're a little jealous. But they're next week, Elemental Shaman, and we'll talk all about Mythic Unot and the Elemental Shaman stacking versus Warlocks and what they're doing. Uh, I do believe I have Sham and Kana and potentially one more planned for that show. So that's Elemental Shaman next week. Week after that should be Feral Druids, which is a bit of a, uh, a catch-up show due to the fact that they are really strong right now, but they keep getting just swept under the rug for some reason. We'll talk to Feral Druids on that one. And then I think the last week of this month, there'll be no show again as I go through the incredible building process of going from one PC to two and the new audio gear. But I'll keep you updated on Twitter about that one. And that, of course, is all down below the stream. So... It was actually kind of funny. I was setting up the Elemental show and Kana just sees the tweet and says, you need a guest for that show? <laughs> I said, yeah, sure. You want to come on? He's, yeah. So more on that, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Final Boss TV for updates for the show. If you have questions coming up and of course, if you join the discord, you can submit questions for the show to help me build the show notes. All right. <clears throat> That's enough jibber jabbing out of me. Uh, are you guys back? Ready to take some viewer questions? Dobbs, anomaly we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Always oh. here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, good gracious. Okay. So, 
news section of the show, of course, we just call the FAQ. We kind of mix that together with questions from chat. So if either of you see something that in chat you want to address, I have some rapid fire ones that we can bring up. The first one I have to bring up is the allied race question. Are any of the allied races that a monk can swap to worth it and why? Uh, I don't... Oh, okay. So it really depends on, on what someone means by worth it when they ask. Um, mm. So, like... Like, for example, when High Mountain Torn came out, um, I swapped to them in a heartbeat because I love Torn. And being a Moose Torn is like, whoo, that's even better. Female. So, Female Moose Torn? Uh, no, I got to I gotta go male because the reason I like Torn is because they're huge. So you can see, like, what what armor I'm wearing. This has been the reason I've liked Torn since, uh, like, 2007 when I started playing one. Is like, I wanted to show off all the good gear that I got, and this was, again, before Transmog, but all the good gear I got out of the best raids, it was a way on, like, to, like, flex on people, you know? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, so, I, I like, instantly swapped to High Mountain Torn because, like, they're kind of, they're, like, reasonably close to um, Blood Elf. Um, but, like, that was, like, making a, a slight sacrifice to my throughput because I like like my enjoyment of the game is increased it was worth it for me um if other people like what so i guess the the, the main thing here is if people um the, the the throughput difference between any of the races is like at most like what anon would know better than me but it's like one one or two percent like it's, it's very small like it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah it's it's so small it's almost negligible like or it is negligible it's like almost meaningless so you can play whatever you want um, I'm with really. you. I'm with you on the high mountain torn for a very different reason, though, because obviously you have different amounts of CC as a a monk now, and uh, we know how ridiculous Ring is right now. Ring of Peace has risen oof, way up there because you have a baseline, and you can take your stun on top of it, or you can take your fart clag, which no one takes. But bull rush and Ring of Peace and leg sweep is a lot of ridiculous AOE potential and or AOE crowd control potential. So. I'm with you on that one. Not for the transmog. I don't. I'm yeah, I see. I, 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 I'm not sure if it still works like this, but when I first was testing, um, uh, High Mountain Torn, even though the the bull rush says it's a knockdown, it's it DRs stuns, which like made it really unfavorable for my leg sweep. But I don't know if that was just like, cause it was in the first week. Cause there was a lot of other stuff with high mountain torn that was bugged. Like I know their versatility wasn't, they weren't getting versed or something like that as well. Mm -hmm. I've come in the chat picked up on the joke there that I said, ring of pieces baseline. I mean, it practically is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you pick anything other than ring of peace, you're trolling yourself. Mm hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, oh yeah, big antlers. Hey, my my warrior is a is a female high mutant tauren. She's awesome. Let me look. We have a question in chat. Oh, how about uh, what kind of situation or encounter is optimal for Mistweaver, and how could Blizzard make monks do it even better than other healers? I guess what kind of encounters do Mistweavers feel best in? In your experience. So. Um, yeah, you can take this. I feel like I've I been like steamrolling these questions yeah, from you. It's, and it's fine. I, I mean, I'm wrong. I'm just here as a pretty face, right? That's it. And I got the I got the production value. So exactly. no, I mean, um, 
encounter i mean i would say like an encounter at least personally for me like jaina makes the most like is a very good encounter for miss weaver right because you get mm. to use a lot of your player based like aoe stuff like refreshing or sorry rush refreshing jade wind that's the right word i always get rushing and refreshing mixed up yeah, i just always call it rushing yeah rushing is the dps um, version i believe yeah yeah so refreshing jade wind uh so um you get to use that like in a very like low damage but co consistent damage right um type phase and like you have like periods of burst damage with siege breakers where misweavers can leverage you know revival or just like essence fonts having a bunch of rams out to like get your vivify cleave going so i think jaina the way the encounters work best is where you have like predetermined spots of having a lot of raid damage and that there's also a an underlying ticking damage underneath that so that you don't get topped immediately right because i think the one i guess the one gap there is like like if you take Cabal, for example, where like there's AoE damage, but then use a raid cooldown, everybody's topped, or like the disc is ramped and they pop off, or you know, your shaman drops whatever, just cleave everything, and like you hit Essence Fine, there's nobody else to heal. Like it, that feels bad. Um, so I think Jane is a good example of a, a fight that Misweavers probably are really strong at. Um, just uh, and I don't know. I guess was the second part. How do they do it better? I mean. Nerf disc, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then Miss Hero would be good, even better than they are. I, I don't know. We need someone to go back into the entire archive of Final Boss TV, and every time any guest, not myself, says Nerf discipline, we need a tally. Get to it, internet. No one's gonna do that, but I think it'd be funny. <laughs> that would be no. really, I probably like the most quotable thing on the show. I would imagine. I'm looking at the stats here for races too, go back off. I was curious what Dobbs pulling off of. Um, I mean, Pandaren is like 22% Horde, 20% Alliance, then Blood Elf is at 14%. Poor, poor High Mountain Torin at the 1% mark right here. Oh no. They're, they're new. You can't bully them. No, I'm not. <laughs> just, we need, we need more, we need more Moose Torin. Get to it. This Get is a to call to action. Everyone, go, Go buy a race change. To two called actions. Yeah. Well, you, you could have bought your race change when it was cheaper. Damn. How about what is the best skin for your Legion artifact? Which one is the best for Shailun? Anomaly, which one do you pick? Uh, Challenge mode. The challenge mode white one. Like the white-ish. It's like a whitish blue color one. It's the best one. The challenge mode. Any of the color, any of the shades of the challenge mode one work, but that like whitish blue one is the best it's the only one that matters so <laughs> you know, that was exactly my answer as well because not only does it look rad as hell mm. but you can show that you can flex on people well when you originally got it and the challenge was like kind of difficult you can like flex on people saying like i got this so that was nice exactly um, but i guess I, I guess a close second is the um the yulon gong just default green that staff looks so sick. It's like one of the best models in the game easily. Um, now, other than that, I think, yeah, it's, it's just those two. You're saying the challenge mode one, you mean the mage tower, correct? Oh, yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. Whatever that thing was that was really good that they'll never bring back, that thing. The chi, the chi, <laughs> the chi orb on the pole. I was, I was bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, this one then. There we go. Yeah. That one. That's the best one. That's the best one. The shade, oh my, look at that, it's beautiful. All right, that one's okay. That's, a, that's the second best one. And this one is, yeah. But that white one, I think is the best. The white she orb one, okay.
Gotcha. Just making sure that has to come up. I did. Uh, I did the challenge mode on my monk on all three monks, I believe. So I have a little bit of street cred in that for the mage tower. I did Ret Pally? Did my warrior in all three? The mage in all three? Yeah. Yeah. I, I waited until they nerfed them and then did them on the classes that were <laughs> monks. <laughs> It's like all the hunter ones when it was like you just DPS the boss didn't care. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, they got wicked easy after Tomb of Sargeras though. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this is a, a contentious one, but I I I will bring this up. I'll put this at Dobbs first. Even though I thought Resto Druids were nerfed enough as it is, leaving Legion into BFA, they nerfed their survivability. They lowered some of their potential healing. In the way they also buffed their healing as well, though, because they buffed Tranquility. But how would you rebalance Restoration Druid in, I guess, the Mythic Plus sense so that it wasn't the go-to healer? Um, I don't know if I would necessarily rebalance Resta Druid. I might just um, make some of the tools that they give available to other healers or change dungeon design to limit resto's strengths because i think i don't think resto's like necessarily like the end all be all like crush that 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 it, that it has been like yeah it like dominates the scene but i think that has more to do with the way that um mythic plus has to be done in general like battle reses are so valuable stealths are so valuable and being able to do damage while healing is really valuable and it's really hard to like change any one of those things without like completely retooling druid so and i don't like like nerfing classes in general i would prefer to see other classes like get buffed right um so i don't know maybe maybe if like they just made um like the engineering battle res better maybe if they um made it so that uh there were more uh, packs that detected stealth uh you know th- th- there's a few there's a few ways they could change the design of the game that would um rein in druids a little bit without like hurting the spec and making their players feel bad and the battle res conversation does come up a little bit in chat about why, why don't all healers just have battle res take it off the dps specs blah blah blah, blah. it should be only only healer thing that'd be that would be an expansion level change though we're not gonna say yeah, that but right now. Hmm. I don't know. You get this is my like I'm fine with Druid Simon Valores because like I want like I want something cool that other classes don't have, right? So as soon as you start giving me things from other classes, like I lose. Well, they already took this weaving, so I guess I they've say, done that already. Yeah, I mean Ring of Peace. That's the only thing that comes to directly to mind. That yeah, you have that no one else has. So yeah, that's, but I mean that's. It's, it's, one of the like they took they took fist weaving and I said nothing they they took battle res and I said nothing and then they came for me sort of thing mm. <laughs> exactly like oh yeah yeah so I don't I'm not a huge fan of like spreading st- like specifically strong utility like that out but um yeah I mean to Dobbs's point like just bu- like I don't know we get into this idea of like you need to nerf everything so that it's all in line at the bottom like why not just make everything in line at the top right like yeah, make yeah. things overpowered so I don't know. Blizzard usually doesn't buff though; they just nerf. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very rare that they they turn the other way. Usually, they take they they cut the head off the hydra, which then grows more hydra heads. So yeah, in a way, that would be. A, I mean, I, that sort of goes back to my jab about Ring of Peace being baseline, or at least leg sweep or tiger tail sweep being being baseline. 
because um, you have your stun baseline now, which is good. And then you can take Ring of Peace, which is also good. So you have a lot of that CC, but that usually isn't enough, I guess, or, or enough of a, the reason to bring. And they tried to give Monk the, the debuff as well. I didn't really do anything, though. The debuffs and buffs just make people angry. Yeah. How about... Uh, yeah, here's the question about mana. And uh, I guess the, the question was ended with, I saw a lot of people call Mr. Monks Oom Monks, like O-O-M. O-N-Ks. Oh, no. Yeah, God, this question. <laughs> Is, well, yeah, what's the uh, what's the issue with mana management or just mana in general for Mistweaver in Mythic Plus? Is that... Maybe it only does it, it. This is like a tyrannical high key question where you're in combat for four or five plus minutes, or it's just it's it's the function of Mistweavers just generally having, I think, a, a high cost to their spells, right? So the minute you take somebody who's new to healing on a class and they're casting the wrong spells, you're going to run out of mana because you're going to cast things that you think are doing healing and are not doing healing. So I, I think generally, whenever everybody's like, "Oh, monks go out of mana really quickly," like they're just boom all the time it's it's a function of the individual playing the class not knowing how to play it i mean it, not to be rude about it but like it's like you just don't understand what buttons you should push at what point right mm. um and then the other fact is like if you play with a bad group you will spend more mana to keep everybody alive so i think it's it's those two things right is where it's you're either playing badly which you're never going to admit that you're going to play badly generally <laughs> um so you're always going to blame it on the spec being potentially like mana hungry or, or you know just use a lot of mana. And I think it's it's those two things, right? You're you're playing with bad players who take a lot of damage that you need to then spend a lot of mana to heal up, and monks just use a lot of mana to to heal. So, um, or their spells cost you know a lot relative to other classes. So you can't spam like flash of light on everybody or hit beacon of virtue and like holy shock everybody's top like for two percent mana. Like you actually have to spend it and um. I think that's the that's the crux of that question is always like you are generally casting the wrong thing, but to give somebody like for me personally, I hate giving that answer because it's not enough. It's not specific enough for that person to go make a change, right? So it's like, okay. hey, you're casting the wrong spells, but I don't I don't know what spells you're casting. I just know they're wrong because you're out of mana. So <laughs> okay, that's not too that's that's not too bad. I don't know. Did you have anything to add to the mana discussion, Dobbs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's basically just that. Like, if, 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 um, it's, it's either people, um, people will misdiagnose what they think the problem is. And, and Anomaly touched on this, like, pretty well. Hmm. Um, if you're running with bad groups who are taking a lot of damage, or not, not even necessarily bad, just like, you know, suboptimal, or people are making mistakes, or people aren't comfortable, or maybe you're not comfortable with this back, and you've got, like, um, areas which you can improve on then you're not going to cast as much mana like i have a very hard time empathizing with this um with complaints of like monk being mana hungry in bfa at least because like i don't really find myself ever running out of mana in mythic plus or in um raid like maybe on the, like the really really high keys but at that point you're dropping like fish fish feeds and stuff um, and yeah. like double drinking and, and stuff like that. So like, if you've got like even a second between combat, you can get your mana back pretty quickly. Um, so it's it's yeah, and it, and it it's really rough to give the answer of you're just casting the wrong spells. But like that, it's because it sounds so elitist. But that that is it. It's just like a, a personal play. Practice the the the, the game. Um, get better at your spec and and also try to help your group 
get better as well. Because um, if you're playing with better players, they're going to take less damage and you're going to spend less mana. I was going to give a, another shout out here to WoW Analyzer. Because if you need to know if you're hitting the wrong or the right pieces and parts of things, maybe take some logs, upload them to WoW Analyzer and see what your suggestions yeah. might be. This is just the info. default page. Yeah, see what your info might be. This is just the overview checklist. It gives you a ton of different things about your core abilities, cooldowns, the right tools to the fight, your procs, how everything works, your suggestion page, all this stuff. It gives you a whole lot of things that you can look through. If you think you did like really well on a certain parse or a certain encounter, then go chuck it up into Toyo Analyzer and see what it says. Probably give you a lot of extra information that may help you out. I'm I'm curious to see how it works out for uh, for DPS specs. If if enhancements not there, I wonder what havoc's like because I would be curious to see curious to see what um what I can look at. It might it might, it might have something. I have I don't play DPS, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have the the funny part about that is too is I was for our mythic Jaina progression in my guild. We've had a lot of unfortunate IRL MMO issues. Our, our best is 0.7% on Mythic Jaina the other day. Yikes. Oh, that's a feels yeah, bad. But uh, I started off like 60, 70 pulls as enhancement, and then I swapped to Havoc because we didn't have a Demon Hunter, so I had to apply the debuff, and then that was hundreds of pulls as Havoc. And then all of a sudden, because of the IRL, I had to heal. So I was playing triple Sprouting Spirits Resto Shaman, basically just DPSing all of Phase 1 and just healing in Phase 2, and then, of course, being there for cooldowns in Phase 3. And I did... Man, a few nights of progression as Resto. And then we get healer swaps, and then I can go back Havoc again. So it was definitely an interesting few nights of learning how to do that fight as a healer, even though it was mostly just, again, phase one was just put spaghetti, put sauce on things and throw meatballs. But it was, <laughs> I, I probably could have, well, analyzed myself on the better pulls to double check a few things. because so I would kept changing around a couple of different points and... So, no, I wasn't triple IP. I was triple spouting spirits because my two spirit links in the later phases were, were super important. That's basically why I was here. Yeah. But I did actually start, I did the triple IP earlier in progression, but we didn't need the damage. So, because we're a little behind like the huge opening curve of Mythic Jaina right now. So, how about... If you couldn't play Mistweaver anymore, what is your healer go-to of choice, Dobbs? Uh, right now, Glimmer Paladin. Whew. That is a fun spec to play. It is wild, dude. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> the, woof! <laughs> it's so... You never run out of mana. You do all the damage. You do all the healing. It's crazy. Uh, I love it. And not only that, but like the window where you're popping your cooldowns, oh, it feels so good. It feels so good to just blast out uh, uh, shock after shock after shock, and the raid is top to the whole thing. Mm. It's wild. It is. We haven't had our Holy Paladin raid for a while, so we haven't felt that HPS. But that's funny. Do you, what do you do? You echo that anomaly, or would you uh, say something else? No, I mean, I think not even Glimmer. I think if Glimmer wasn't around, I'd probably still end up playing Paladin. Oh. Um, it feels really good. Paladin has always been the the spec that's been really good to like hit a button and watch HP bars go up, right? So it's like that instant gratification. Um, so yeah, so I'd probably I was a paladin in uh whatever was after in cat or whatever was after MOP or before MOP, sorry. So in like cat I played paladin. Um so yeah, so I, I'd probably always go back to paladin if I couldn't play Miss Weaver anymore. 
Um, okay. Yeah, even without Glimmer being just really fun to hit buttons mm. with. So I wanted to, there was a question about fist weaving again. We talked a lot and sort of wove that into the first half of the show here and there. So we're not going to bring up fist weaving now, but that was the a lot of the earlier part of the show. So you can check that out in the VOD or on, on YouTube. Just not to, to slow the show down into that regard. But uh, let's see. Questions in chat. I have a couple more here. How about what is your favorite tank to heal compared to your least favorite tank to heal? Anomaly, you first. Uh, uh, favorite tank to heal are like the ones that don't take damage. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to do okay. anything. Uh, so like, I don't, I don't know. I think, um, I think generally like warriors are always a good time. Um, I actually like healing monks specifically because um, it's interesting to play off each other with like CC movement, things like that. Um, so yeah, so I think yeah, between warrior and monk are probably my favorite two to heal. Um, I absolutely dislike blood decays because I always feel like they're going to die and they hit death strike and I've just like loaded them up and now they're top because of death strike and then I'm wasting mana. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, Drew, or sorry, uh, warriors and uh, and uh, monks are probably my favorite. Just just for my monk brethren, got a lot of heal on them. So, what do you have about you, Dobbs? Favorite versus least? Oh yeah, easy warrior. They just don't take damage. They deal a ton of damage. They're mobile. They're running all over the place. Like you don't really need to worry about them. So uh, you can focus on dealing damage, which is really nice. Um, I would say my least favorite tank to heal is Vengeance Demon Hunter, but I Ooh. have never actually healed them this expansion. No. no one, no one plays that shitty spec. Ooh, oh, language actually. Um, oh no. They're getting some love on 8.2, the PTR. They've got some love coming, but man. Hey, so, so I'll be honest with you. I forgot about that spec. Like, oh, I thought yeah. he was just in damage. So when you were like, hey, what, what tank's worse? I'm like, oh, I'm like going to my like, this one, this one, this one. All right, DKs are bottom. And then I was like, oh, I didn't realize Demon Hunter was a spec. Yeah, they, mm. they just no one plays them. They're like, yeah. they're in a really rough spot, which is Ooh. lame because like I really like tanking on my Demon Hunter. I just don't like being dead all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of tank that I actually am able to heal, then uh, uh, DKs are not fun for all the reasons Anomaly listed. It feels really bad to uh, load them up with an enveloping mist uh, or a rem, and then just as you're about to vivify and get the payoff, they blast a death strike and are at full health. Yeah. It's definitely a different, it's a different question for every healer, right? So I think... Other healers might have a different opinion about about uh, Death Knights, so we'll have to wait and see how that changes, and we'll have to see how healers change their opinions to Vengeance once 8.2 is here, because they're getting some like neutral game buffs, but I think they're going to keep getting more tweaks. And again, the Essences system, Vengeance is fun to play, and it has a pretty good toolkit. The only problem is usually it's damage reductions. But there's that new shield wall DR major essence that's that 40% for two and then 20% for two on a 45 second cooldown. That paired up with huge parry numbers might see vengeance fly up the charts. We don't know. Oh, I hope so. I really, because vengeance is a lot of fun to play. Like spirit bomb, when you hit like a good spirit bomb, feels really satisfying. Yeah. So there'll be a, there'll be a shakeup in the tank meta too. We'll have to wait and see. And that'll, of course, affect raid comps and 
potentially healer comps and the healers have their essences coming too. This is why, again, the, the 8.2 is going to the game. It's going to just all over the place. It's going to be wild. How about... I know there are a couple other questions in chat that I was looking at. There was a question about, like, are Mistweavers considered an AOE healer? I don't know if that's something you want to dabble into. I think it's come up before. I think the Legion show, we talked about how they're a cleave healer, not an AOE healer. But I don't know if that's changed because of Essence Font now. And what's the talent? Uh, upwelling? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say we land pretty firm. Well, we're sort of like a jack of all trades, right? Like yeah. we're... With Essence Font and RJW, we do AOE really, really well. With Vivify, we cleave great. And then uh, with the changes to Soothing Mist, um, we're great single target healers too. So we kind of we kind of do it all when whenever we need to. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead, Anomaly. Go ahead. And I was. I mean, yeah. With Dobbs, I don't think we we don't. We're not like excelling at anything, like where we're the best at this this part of healing. But at the same time, like I think we can do pretty much any type of healing that's needed, right? Uh, in a raid, so we can cover like paladins who are generally considered like tank healers or at least single target healers. We can cover them if you don't have a paladin. Um, we're essentially just very similar to druids in healing style from an AOE perspective. So yeah, we can do it all, which is which is nice. Too bad. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the one thing we don't do well outside of like revival is uh is like big burst healing yeah. right it's all it, we're, we line up really really well with like ticking damage patterns and and uh um areas where the rate is under 100 percent health for uh, quite a bit of time but i think that's like, you know i think that's fine i don't think that's something that blizzard needs to address or anything sure so this is this is going to be a fist weaving question but it's more of the is there a, a resource or a part of the Peak of Serenity community, maybe in the feedback section that you guys have been maybe putting together or organizing for looking at, depends. I guess depends on what 9.0 brings us, because we're not going to see it changes right now. Is there a way that you could see Fist Weaving being brought back to a core part of the Mistweaver Monk? And how would you like re-kajigger that back into the game? Is there like a really simple way you guys have talked about and suggested is like do this, do this, do that, and there you go? Or would it be would it require a whole lot more overhaul work to to bring it back to what it was with eminence back in the day? I don't know what you guys have thought about that kind of feedback to give it to the devs, or you're just kind of just like eh. I don't know who wants this one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, if you want it, I'll, I'll or not, I'll. I've had some strong thoughts on fist weaving, so oh. if. If the current talent system stays the, the way that it is, I think the only like, and and if they don't implement like traits that synergize with it, I think the only way that fist weaving is going to be any good at all is if they give us a fourth spec. Oh <laughs> like, no, really? Yeah, uh, which is never going to happen. I think it would fit thematically with monks in general. You know, like a spec for every celestial. But um, I think. Fist weaving is just so different in terms of a playstyle that trying to make it happen with just a talent or two is like really really rough. So either they just make like one talent in each row, 
delegated as the fist weaving talent. You just go like all right fist weaving and then Miss Weaver suffers because then they have sort of like, well, we only have two talent options now or whatever. Um, I think all this could be fixed if, like you mentioned before, if they go ahead and do like a 9.0, like back to vanilla talent system where you can mm. actually spec your spec differently and you could go more fist weaving or not. That was, it's an interesting one because druids were the first and only spec in the game now that did get that thematic rework to have four specs. But it's a good point that monks could also have four. They would have two healing specs essentially in that regard, but there is four big pillars of sort of monk background where you've got Nuzao for brewmasters and Zhuen for windwalker, but then Chiji and Yulon are both for mistweaving. Yeah. All right. And so I, I think it's like. I would like, I would really, that would be like a great Christmas present if Blizzard were to like <laughs> give us a fourth spec. I would love that. But I, I don't think it's going to happen just because I don't think they even intend, like, really wanted druids to have four specs, right? That just sort of was born out of necessity with the mm. talent system change. Because yeah. prior to that, druid, like, feral was both tank and DPS. And you had, like, you would just, like, change out a couple of talents here and there. One would give you more armor, one would give you damage, yada, yada. Um, and then you had like feral druids who were in tank or, or who were in damage gear, just like able to tank really well and like, yeah. or, or tanks that could do really good damage. Like it was like really weird. So they had to break the specs up like that. Right. I have another Dobbs question anomaly. So do you want to add anything to that or? No, I mean, they could. They could go the way and just bring back stances, right? So that we have our, oh. our crane stance and our whatever the green one was, the healing stance. I forget the name of it. But I, again, that just does the same thing Dob said. Is like every talent that has like a green like option, and then your fist sweeping option right here. So like, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't work. And I, I think the yeah the biggest problem is I think they're just lost in this design space where like they don't want to balance misweaver between pure healing and doing damage to heal. Um, not that they don't want to balance. I think it's just too potentially too difficult, right? People hang they hang on this idea that they leave these like talents out there that like point towards like this weaving might come back, but it's just like one thing that they put out there just to like satiate the masses or satiate the masses, whatever that word is. Um, right. So yeah, I I don't know. I think you I think it, it'll require a larger overhaul and similar to what they did with disc, right? Is like change the spec to all do damage it to convert it to healing or just remove that, right? And at this point, to be honest with you, the way they're going is I bet you they end up removing it, which sucks, but I mean, that's the... I don't think they can pull it back um, at this point without mm -hmm. a, to Dobbs's point, a larger overhaul. And I don't know if it's a 9.0 overhaul, but it's a maybe a 4-spec overhaul, maybe it's a get rid of, you know, go all in on the damage to healing conversion, right? But, um, but yeah, I think it's a... It's more than just a couple of talents or giving us like one trait right it's it's a it's a definitely a larger thing so i think i, I mean for for 8.2 and, and beyond at this point i think this being in a competitive sense and like something you'll play on progression is probably dead um gotcha i hopefully hopefully i'm wrong but like yeah it's it just it sucks that it's a lot of fun to play but at the same time does like to Dobbs's point, like ten percent less healing than if you just brain dead hit essence font on cooldown. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other problem. It's 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 less healing for way more work. Like yeah. in in order to fist weave properly, like it it takes a lot of your brain. <laughs> like yeah. So 
so so here's the the next section that we bring up, and it'll curtail right into that. And I'm gonna slap up the talent calculator right now. And before we get into sort of like what is the sort of standard build you guys have rolling right now, this this is the 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 there's like only two traits really that work with fist weaving, I guess, to to make it like a fist weaving build, which is the the new one, rising mist, and of course, bearded the crane, which is mana regen, right, right, whatever. But rising well, mist. So Real, real quick, Bay, just on that yeah. one. So, Spirit of the Crane, you could play whatever you want on that row if you sure. just weave, because, like, you don't use mana. Right. <laughs> like, oh, well, generally. So, like, yeah. I mean, Spirit of the Crane's nice, but, like, the really the only one's Rising Mist. There you go. But, so Rising Mist was this new one added, I think it was just kind of late in the BFA beta cycle, where, so RSK will heal all allies with your Renewing Mist, Enveloping Mist, or Essence Font. For 15% spell power and extends those effects by two seconds. And barring any haste interactions and how many more ticks you'll get out of all of them, right? Blah, blah, blah. And this was, oh, this is kind of neat. Will this bring back this more offensive melee focus, you know, throw up a lot of hots and then keep kicking the boss kind of a deal? It does, of course, compete with focused thunder, so you can't just kick twice in a row. You get the regular oriented cooldown, but. You can still Thunder Focus T and Rising Sun Kick, but did, did, is it just 15% spell power when I first saw that seemed really weak. And is that sort of where it sits? Is the, I, I, I don't know. Bleh. So we had a, we had really high hopes for this uh, ability and it was testing like really well um, on beta fights. Like it was, you were doing like the same amount of healing with Rising Misses Upwelling. Um, and then on top of that, doing like more damage than a disc priest. So like Monk was looking wild to fist weave, and mm -hmm. then they nerfed that trait by or talent by twenty five percent, and it was like okay, well, unlucky. It, they did they nerfed the rising mist heal or the extension of yeah. the or okay. They they nerfed the spell power by twenty five percent. Oh, goodness! What did it used to be? It was just twenty, but like they oh okay, took, yeah, so you know, like. Yeah, yeah, not not like it wasn't like you know like forty percent spell power or whatever. It was um, sure. It was it was just twenty. That's interesting. It, it that's this is why I think this talent style is dead in nine point But regardless of this, um, what is the Dobbs? You want to walk me through like what the the standard ish looking solid build or any talents to uh, stay away from are right now for Mistweaver? What have you guys figured out? Uh, so the only talents you want to, like, really stay away from are Chi Wave, Song of Chi-Gi, and Tiger Tail Sweep, obviously, and then Healing Elixir. Everything else kind of, you can, you can work, but all those talents, check, you will never take them for any reason. Um, well, uh, okay, and this is speaking purely from a PvE perspective. I know Healing Elixir has some uses in PvP or whatever, but, um, right. in terms of PvE, um, generally, the builds that you would want to go for, like a all-around sort of general misweaver, would be like Chi Burst, and then either Tiger Slice or Chi Torpedo, whichever you prefer. Uh, then Manatee, Ring of Peace, Diffuse Magic, um, uh, Russian Jade Wind, normally because like most of the hard fights require it, uh, and then Upwelling. And if you're Finding that you need to tank heal more often, you would swap out Chi Burst for Mistrap, Manatee for Life Cycles, maybe. Um, again, it would depend on like damage patterns. 
uh, and then refreshing Jade Wind for uh, Jade Statue. Um, I think there's actually like, as opposed to Legion, there's actually like a lot of choices you can make in your talents um, in in this expansion, which is, which feels really nice. Like, I'm finding myself having to think like, well, is is RJW gonna be as much healing as as Jade Statue in this fight? Or even if it's doing less healing, is the healing is doing like more important? Like, so I, I, I kind of, I'm satisfied with where our talents are right now. If I, can I still play Focus Thunder on my noob monk? Because I think Focus Thunder is hilariously fun. But that may have been also because of the pants in Legion that made it real stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, Focus Thunder's, well, Focus Thunder's like really good in, in Mythic Plus for sure. And uh, you can get away with it in raids too. Fair enough. Is he did he all those correct, Mister Mister Guide Writer Anomaly? All the uh, stuff you've you guys have worked out. Did he did he misspeak? Or are we good? Uh no, nah, it's all yeah, all good, all good. The Ice of Aiden's Guide that Dobbs also writes would say the same thing, and that that would be correct. Oh yeah, <laughs> shout out to Icy Veins. Head there. Turn off ad block, please. <laughs> that's the well. That was a that's a, a slight follow up question to that one. Is that with Garg stepping away, he wrote the Wowhead Guide. Are you going to take up both guides then because a lot of guide writers now are basically on both sites and they sort of mirror everything so that there's no more like well icy vein says that well wowhead says this right are you I, uh, gonna I actually don't know if i can talk about this on stream <laughs> oh okay that's that's fine too if it's a businessy thing that's all right yeah i'm not i'm not i need to read my contract so like i i, I don't want to say anything that's fair. Cause that's a weird because like well, I know I know I think WordUp writes a bunch for both. So that's why I was curious, depending on different guide writers write for a lot for both of them. Um they, they have different, you know, formulas and, and layouts and things. I didn't know how that worked. I have no idea how that back and forth competitive, non competitive agreement works up. So I mean well, Dobbs and I have our duel in uh, about three days for the <laughs> Wildhead Guide, actually. I can I can announce that. So what kind of duel do you would you have? Like is this like a heal mythic Jaina best log efficiency, lowest overhealing, best revival snipe? What what do you guys how do you <laughs> No no, I mean we're gonna I mean I'm terrible at healing, so like we're gonna play oh. golf with friends and uh oh. yeah. <laughs> so. Sw- yeah, we're going all random ball shape and I'm gonna get crunch ball and I'm gonna lose. Oh so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh yeah! By the way, this is a World of Warcraft show. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. Oh god, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, then I guess one of the last little funny questions we can bring up: uh, What are up with those blobs by Dobbs, sir? Oh, right. Okay. So, um, so about a year ago, I I like. I got nitro for a little bit and then I, I, I stopped using it because like, you know, it's it's an expense I can't super justify. Sure. But I, I really liked using the like Google blob emotes in Discord. I like I wanted them so bad. Um so I figured that the only way that I could justify adding blobs to peak would would be to if I redesigned them in like a monk theme. So I made all these blobs for Pika Serenity. And the, the really sad part about that is I liked the blobs so much that I went and bought Nitro anyway because I wanted to use them in other servers. 
<laughs> so I made them to dodge Nitro and just got Nitro because of them. How many have you made right now, by the way? You, have, you said like, you have like two dozen or so? Are you making more? or? Yeah, I think like 24 or something. I, I can't remember. Because you have the like the Yulon green style ones, but you also have the the corrupted ones, essentially. We got we got Yulon, um, we got Nizao and Chiji and uh, Zwen. I oh, really right, like the yeah. Zwen ones because, or uh, well, I like some of the Zwen ones. I really like most of the Nizao ones because I just think the little the little guy's cute. He's a little cute. Oh, you do have all four. Yeah, you do. I'm looking at them now. Yeah, the blue, the green, the red, and the black. Yeah. Oh, one's animated. I think only one yeah. is animation. Yeah. No, they're pretty good. If you're not in the Pika Cerny Discord and you don't have these, then you should go. I think actually, is that almost all the Pika Serenity emotes are just the blobs? <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah, most much. of them. We, we started removing old emotes to make room for them. For the blobs. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I like that. Yep, a couple of them have been popping up in chat. I guess you have you have some of them on your your Twitch channel as well. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. using the uh, you know I gotta spam the like twenty five dollar remote to flex on people. Up oh, there, there's MJ with it. Yep, <laughs> that is pretty good. But I don't know if there's anything. I think now that you've thrown down the uh, the golf with friends gauntlet, make sure your Discord and Pika Cerny has that publicized and people know about where to find this and watch this if you're going to stream it because this needs to be a thing. Don't back out now. If you do, the internet will haze you. Uh oh. Oh, God. Now there, I actually have to schedule this. There you go. There you go. I mean, hey, you brought up on my show. You got to make sure now it's True. stamped and it's going to happen. Give it a date, get some commentators, you know? That'd be good. That's pretty, pretty funny, but that, that's all I've got uh, from the main show. There may be some other, there was a big conversation going on back and forth in chat, but I don't think that's something that pertains to us specifically. And, um, and, uh, and Fatal Bones' question, I'm pretty sure is a troll, but how often do you use Essence font and how good is it in raids? <laughs> it is 100% a troll and I use it all the time and it's very good. There you go. Yeah. Just slam it. Just slam it. How about so closing shout outs and uh, remarks soapbox time and uh, anomaly what do you got? Do you have anything you want to wondrous bits of wisdom or anything you like to rant about or give any closing comments on before we get out of here? Uh, I mean yeah bring back Chi uh, head out to Peak Serenity Discord if you guys have questions most of the people there are super helpful some of them are not but <laughs> most of them are good. Um, wow Analyzer is a great tool to automate analyzing your logs. If you're a little embarrassed about a parse or something, throw it in there. Uh, the tool doesn't judge, just gives answers. Um, shout out to my guild, I guess. Is this shout out too? Shout out to my guild, yeah. Decidedly Uncouth. Uh, over on Malganus, we are, I think we're recruiting. We're probably recruiting. Somebody's recruiting. There it um, is. Come, come join us. We have two days a week. We're pretty good. Um, and then shout outs to, I guess, yeah, everybody else in Peak. Uh, Abbe, who's actually Abbe helping out with Valonizer, super helpful. Um, that's pretty much it. Wait, is, is it Abbe? Is that how you actually pronounce his name? Yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, no. I've been calling him Abe for like eight years. <laughs> no, just, just Abbe. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh, I gotta go. Uh-oh. Hmm. Dobbs, how about you, sir? 
Oh boy. Okay, so I got I, I got a lot of shoutouts because people are, are are trolling me. Okay, so uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Abbe, Typhus, Labs, uh, Brutal Burst, uh, Sniffle. Uh, uh, oh boy, I'm forgetting people. Uh, ba 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 I hear like the scrolling and the mouse wheel in the background. <laughs> uh, shout out to the squad, to Blue Square. Um, another shout out to my best boy Onion. Uh, and just everyone in Peak in general. Uh, if you need help with anything, like Anam said, like the people there really like to help. Um, check out if you want to, if you want more resources to learn how to be a better misweaver. Uh, check out my guide on icyveins.com. Uh, and if you like that content, like I sort of jokingly said before, please consider whitelisting us. It really, really helps. Um, uh, shout out to my guild, Big Dumb Guild. Um, we're, we're still progressing on Unot, so good luck to us. Um, I think that's it. Uh, boy, I know I'm going to remember something right after this, and I'm going to be really upset about it. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course. I mean, I have to... There. This is the one thing, and this is not oh. a slight to. Oh, 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 you got what else you got? I one hundred. I one hundred percent forgot. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to my wonderful girlfriend MJ for supporting me through all the stupid shit that I do. So, uh, <laughs> whoa, dodged a big <laughs> I, bullet there. I was gonna ping you about that one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh God, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this. This is a lot of of. Uh, of moments that now are not captured because you don't have a camera. So next time we get a show and you're on it, Dobbs. Okay. A hundred percent. I'll get a camera. Let's, let's do that. So you're not just a floating, floating blood elf. You're not even a blood elf anymore. What is this? Well, I am a blood elf. I am a blood elf. I Mm -hmm. I went back blood elf from, uh, Mm -hmm. for Prague. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Arcane Torn's too good. A little bit. It's, it's, I, A little bit. I'm using it on JNX. I'm a demon hunter, and it's like, ah, uh, whatever. Maybe it's a different thing for healers. That for me, it's like, <laughs> but that's it. That's all we got. I already went over the the show is coming up in the future, but that's gonna do it. I'm gonna hit this button over here that signifies that the show is now closing. So thank you all very much for tuning in today, to episode number 187 of Final Boss TV for the Moist Weaver Monks, and we've got uh, many shows in the future here. We've got. Elemental Shamans, the Storm Spaghetti Chefs next week. We've got Feral Druids, Kitty Cats for uh, are for fight the week after that. The week after that, the last Sunday of this month, will probably be no show because I'll, I may be doing my PC build at the time. And then more and more and more and more. It'll take a whole year to get through all the spec shows. We've got 8.2 on the horizon. we got the next raid coming out. We'll definitely talk about the Elemental Shaman Madness on their show with Unat and how they pump because Kano is going to be here with Sham. And we'll go from there. So if you have any questions, of course, it'll be up on Twitter, in the uh, in Discord as well. You can submit questions for the upcoming show. That's one of the big reasons why I even made a Discord server in the first place. Links are all down below, back around the corner here. We had Anomaly. You can follow him over on the Twitter as well. It's Anom underscore MW. Bringing the production value today, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time today. That's this is where oh, you. Thank th- you. That uh, that's where I say something. Oh yeah, my god! Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's where he said, no, no, you got to go. Just like Dobbs has to go. Oh, goodness. And then there's Dobbs, who uh, may or may not be on the couch tonight. So you can go check him out on Twitter at Dobbs to see if he is uh, cold on the couch with no blankets. Are you going to be okay tonight, sir? No, but that's for other reasons. (laughs) 
<laughs> also, real quick shout out to, to Fatal Bones. I love that boy. Oh no, you say you're for the very end. Don't do it. Got him. There it is. Well, thank you very much for your time again, sir. As always. But that's Thanks how you for do having it. me. Yeah. Elmo Shaman, Feral Druid, probably Sunday off. Let me know if you have any questions. Again, big shout out. My big shout out to all those that are supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between. And those that are clicking on and getting those parts and pieces for their next build via Corsair. I'm doing a huge build that I've been talking to my Discord about right now to finally go to the whole two PC setup. And so much of it is Corsair. It's ridiculous. I've been trusting them for years, and now it's awesome to work together with them. Go check out the links down below if you want to support what I do here and pick yourself up a new mouse. The The Iron Claw RB, RGB is up here right now, but they... No, no, no. We, we got to do this live. Hold on. Mice? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, Corsair. Where, where is it? This? The new Glaive Pro? This? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting. I, I hold my entire mouse with my hand, and that adjustable thumb pads, let's go. I'm looking at that. But we'll see you all here next week. Thank you very much for tuning in. You have a great night. Have a great morning. Whoever comes first, of course, trust in your, where is my transition? Trust in your, uh, your, your bonus rolls, I guess? Even though, I don't know, what's loot in the game right now? It's kind of boring, but all the essences in the future are going to be, you can farm them. But that's it for me. Thank you everyone for watching, and, uh, uh, Wait, wait. There it is. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, wave anomaly. Dobbs can't wave because he's on the couch. You got to wave for him. Bye-bye. <laughs> Two hands. Two hands. <laughs> I like it.